Oh, yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey guys, welcome to Podcast versus Play episode 57. I'm Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who is sick of the media saying that GTA 5 will cause players to commit crime. It's bullshit, he says. I've got the Coronation Street board game, and I'm not a paedophile. It's only Dan. <laughs> if that's some sort of Coronation Street reference, I'm afraid I don't know it well enough. Yeah, I... I yeah. Anyway, yeah. You, are, you are good, Squire. I'm very good, how are you? I am super fantastic. Excellent. We're just going to rock on with it today, Dan. Let's. No messing. No messing? Here's your news, you dirty whore. Go on, then. Um, there's some new Deadpool photos... Yes, there are. Fantasticals. Um, as always, Ryan Reynolds continues to be the go-to source for Deadpool reveals. The actor tweeted a new on-set photo, debuting the first photo of the character Negasonic Teenage Warhead, who will be played by Brianna Hildebrand. I really hope I said that right. Um, the oddly named Negasonic Teenage Warhead was created by Grant Morrison and Fright Quitley in 2001 during their run on the new X-Men. In the comics, she was a student of Emma Frost with precognitive abilities. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. And she's like a telepath and all that shit. So general psychic with Deadpool. Yeah, essentially. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of photos. Um, I think there's about 20, maybe more. Yeah, I'd say about 20, 25, yeah. Um, and on these photos, there is a strange man in a mocap suit with an antenna on his head. Yes. Do you want to know who that man is, Dan? Well, I assume the man doesn't matter. It's who he's supposed to be representing. Yeah, the, yeah, the man's not anyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He is someone. <laughs> um, I, I really don't know. If I mean, if it's someone to do with Emma Frost and she's mentioned, um, I don't know, maybe some sort of... X-Man baddie or X-Man goodie? X-Man goodie. Really? It's an actual X-Man? Yes. Colossus. It is indeed. I knew it. I'm the best. Um, there is actually a shot of a man holding up a bust of uh, Colossus's head. Really? Um, I'm assuming that is just for reference, like to look up or something. Yeah, they're, they're, they do this quite often. They've got, you know, like if you're playing the Hulk and stuff. Uh, sorry, if you're playing against the Hulk, they'll they'll have like a big, uh, either a stick with his head on, or you know, a cutout yeah. or something like that. So people have got something to act towards. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, now I can see that now. Um, I hope that's not a representation. I just hope that's a bust of someone's head. It it basically looks like a bust they've spray painted silver. It just looks like the Silver Surfer. Yeah, but with showered shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> but no Deadpool versus Colossus. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, we see a lot of shots of the suit uh, for Deadpool, and gotta say, it, it looks straight out. It lo- looks like they've literally tore a page out of a comic. Yeah, pretty much. It looks amazing. There are a couple really, of pictures really that I've seen as well with the eyepiece removed, or the whites of his eyes removed, should I say. Mm. And then there's like green dots around them, which means that they're obviously going to be CGIing his facial expressions behind the mask. Yeah. So his mask will still move and mould and all that sort of stuff, which is... Really happy with. Yeah, definitely. That's that's attention to detail. Yeah. Because there's one thing... I mean, um, the Bat in the Sun episode with Deadpool versus Batman. Uh, the guy the guy did a good job of Deadpool, but when, when you're reading a Deadpool comic, his facial expressions tell everything. Yeah. 
Um, even though he's wearing a mask, it's just it's obviously just the way they draw it um, to give you an impression of, of what he's feeling like within his facial expressions. And it's hard to do, obviously, behind a mask. So yeah. I'm really glad they're going out on this route because they seem to be going without much of a budget that I know of. They seem to be going pretty balls fucking deep. Well, you know, not many people know who Deadpool is. Mm. After this, everyone will be an expert, of course. Obviously. But, <laughs> you know, he's just he's still just a side character in a lot of other comics. It wasn't yeah. until quite late in the game that he's actually got his own series. But, you know, he was just an annoying guy who kept popping up and fucking things up for everyone. Mm. Mostly Cable. Yeah. Um <laughs> But do you reckon they'll do some, you know, some footage with the, the mask being sort of like half ripped off? So it's like burn there face? are actually some photos, but they're not very good quality. Um, but there are some photos of Wade without the suit on, and he's got like, he's just in like a like a jacket with a hoodie underneath, and he's got his hood up, and his face is all scarred and stuff. Good, good. Um, so I'm guessing they're going to be in the film, or Reynolds has really gone into character. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, but the, the photos themselves aren't very aren't very good quality. So I think we'll have to wait for either better photos or the film. Well, considering how many sort of like behind the scene, I mean, this is obviously just for one scene. But you know, this would have been like a yeah. full day or a couple of days of shooting. Um, you know, I haven't seen this much sort of leaked footage before. You, you may get a picture or two that someone sort of snuck out. But this, you know, this looks like it was just the people stood around with high quality lenses. Mm. I mean, well, like, it, it, it's him that's leaked it all, isn't it? He keeps putting them on Twitter and stuff. I know, yeah, but I mean, he's obviously in this, so he can't. Oh yeah, he's anything. not taking the photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, this looks like it is in quite a public area. All you need is like, you know, a high mm. uh, zoom lens and a HD camera. And if you knew they were going to be there, you could just take as many pictures as you want to. Well, then again, look at um, Thingy with um, Batman vs Superman, where he was just taking them on, on his phone, like taking photos of, of Ben Affleck and taking photos of Batmobile. Yeah, well, I think people, you know, they've quite, they've a bit late in the game, I'd say, really. But you know, they've they've caught on that social media. You know, you put one picture on there and it will spread like wildfire, better yeah. than any advertising campaign would. And it's free. Exactly. You just take a picture on your phone and then... Sharing it. Yeah, 10,000 people retweet it. Yeah. That's why we're going wrong. (laughs) Um, Bad news, however. Um, Unfortunately, Ryan Reynolds was the victim of a hit and run in a parking lot of a posh uh, Shangri-La hotel on Friday. (laughs) Is he alright? Yeah, he's alright. It says, um, while he was walking, Ryan was struck by a paparazzi driver who was driving through an underground parking garage. Publicist Leslie Sloan said the man fled the scene. Ryan is okay. Fucking paparazzi, man. So, he is actually Deadpool. <laughs> he survived a car crash. Yeah, he's just limping away. Was he in the outfit when he was hit? Maybe, maybe you know, maybe he'd had a few drinks not. and he was just like, shit, it's Deadpool, and just tried to take him out. <laughs> I hope he wasn't driving if he'd had a few drinks. This is America. Paparazzi scumbags. I know, right? Uh, but luckily, he, he is okay, so... Selfish to say, but filming hasn't been affected. <laughs> well, that, that Thank it, God. it seems to be a, a common occurrence on these sort of big project films. You know, especially ones we seem to be interested in. You know, people end up getting hurt and diseased. And it's just like, no, stop. Just If you want to commit yourself to the role, that's fine. Just don't kill yourself in the process, because if it's good, we want another one. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it up. Yeah. Uh, moving on, however... Um, there is an Ant-Man, new Ant-Man trailer, 
it's kind of alright. I have not yeah. seen the Ant-Man trailer. It's it's alright. It's uh, it seems to be very child aimed right. than, than I expected. Um, I don't know whether that's because of watching other things from Marvel, but it seems very child friendly. Maybe. I mean, a lot of the sort of. I mean, I wouldn't say Agents of Shield is child friendly, and I wouldn't say it's aimed at adults. I'd say it's a, you know a middle ground kind of thing. Like the Avengers. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you know, there's, there's bits in it for everyone, um, but like Agent Carter is certainly more aimed at adults than than kids. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you, you know, the majority of their films are sort of adult based. So I guess you know, apart from maybe Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, it's got a big talking tree and a little raccoon in it. You know, kids yeah, will the kids time, will enjoy that. It's a lot of bad language and violence in Guardians. Very much so. I think it was like a twelve or something, wasn't it? 13? Yeah, might be a twelve A, something like that. Um, but no, it's out there. Um, have a look on YouTube, something, see what you think. Um, I am not as excited as I as I originally was, must be said. Um, yeah, I mean, w- with Deadpool and various other things, um, Ant-Man just seems to have sort of crept, just sort of been pushed into the background a little bit. Yeah. I think it's mainly sort of Avengers hype, to be perfectly honest. Next week. Oh, Jesus Christ. God. <laughs> I don't know why I went into Mr. Slave then, but... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, no, IMAX, yeah, it's got to be done. Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. Go and see it, kids. Yes, IMAX, if you can. Yeah. Um, that's it, though, for the news. Hooray. And I don't even care, Dan, because I really want to talk about the main story. So do I. Daredevil. 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 I don't know why I went into Stingray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but now, after the long wait, it's been like, what, a year? Um, when, we last, when we last really covered it? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, we, we sort of brought it up a few times. It's like, oh, there's going to be a Daredevil TV show. Oh, yeah, that might be all right, yeah. And then when you see the first trailer and then you see like that um, like uh, moving movie poster, they called it or something. Yeah. And it was like, you know, um, Murdoch and Kingpin and everyone sort of all just coming into the same frame at the same time. I was just like, shit, they've put a lot of effort into this, actually. Um, And I'm very happy to say that I did a huge binge. Um, I watched about four and a half hours on Friday and then watched about ten hours straight on Saturday and watched the entire thing. And my fucking word, it's amazing. I'm not even joking. This, like for me personally, this and Breaking Bad is the only perfect season. There was not a single episode that I was unhappy with. Um, I don't know, I can't really say that of many things to be honest, but this is certainly the exception. Maybe because it's the only thing I've watched, you know, in one big go recently. But I, I cannot think of anything they did wrong. Yeah, they didn't put season two on after. Um, I, yeah, if anything, I, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of it in a sort of, you know, a bit more objectively. If they'd have just put it on one a week, would it have been quite as engrossing and gripping? And I, I think it would have been more so, if I'm honest. I don't I, know. I wish so. I had watched it one a week. No, to make I, it I, last. I, I'm glad I watched it as I did because everything just made sense. And I mean, it was one of the sort of the, the rare TV shows where everything picks up literally where the last episode ended almost like mm. a webisode kind of thing 
you yeah, know, where they've yeah. got a bit more free reign, they can just say, "Well, we're going to drag it out." You know, it's not. Do you think be... that's because they they aimed to release it all in one go? Maybe. Do you, that, yeah. do you think that made it an easier transition to go? I, I think so. Yeah, I think they released it like they did specifically for binge watchers. Yeah. Well, it's, it did say on on the Netflix Twitter account um, that it's like Daredevil's up now. Blah blah. Um, Get your, get your food and everything ready. Yeah, binge. and just, just crack on. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I would love it if people take that on board and just say, that seemed to work. People well, like did... sitting down for eight hours in a go and watching, you know, half a season of something. They did it with uh, House of Cards. Yep, another Netflix original. Another yeah. one's got brilliant reviews. And I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think they did it with Orange is the New Black as well, I think. Oh, I don't know about that. I could be wrong. Um, but it's definitely every season of House of Cards has gone up it, in one go. Oh, maybe and that's I'm, what I'm, Netflix are trying to do, you know, when they're making their own series. And obviously they're doing a pretty good job of doing their own series. Yeah. Um, they're just going to throw an entire series at people and people are going to sit there and they're going to watch it in one big go. And then they'll go back and watch it in, you know, maybe a bit more sparsely and then maybe one every now and then. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, I... I fully intended to binge it in one go, um, but time and I have a son and shit. But <laughs> um, I mean, it took me hour-wise. It probably took me obviously one day because it's only like thirteen, fourteen hours. But I watched. I got up to like season five, I think, on Saturday, uh, Friday, episode five. Episode five, sorry. Um, and then Saturday, I was out most of the day, and I watched a couple more at the night time, and then I watched the rest last night, and then I had one left today. Yeah. Um, but that still wasn't. That was too spread out for me. I didn't want to wait. No. I hated I, it. I agree. Um, but I mean, you know, I've done this with Walking Dead before. You know, I've I've left it a couple of weeks and then watched like four in a go. Yeah. Um, and it, it just seems to sort of merge together into one big episode rather than, um, you know, sort of watching one again. Ooh. You, you know, you sort of analyse a lot more things about it, whereas where you watch it, watch it in one big go, you, the, the sort of the negatives just sort of really get outweighed by, oh my God, that bit in that episode, oh my God, that was amazing, oh my God, yeah. this guy's acting, is brilliant. They, they just seem to get drowned out by everything you like about it. So if you watch something that you didn't like eight hours in a row, you probably hate the entire thing and you never watch it again. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll be a lot more pickety with it. Yeah, um, but I, I don't think you'd be able to watch eight hours of something you didn't like. After well, one or no, two, you just I, go, this is bollocks. Yeah, I'll, I'll give I'll give something a go and I'll probably watch two or three episodes. And if it doesn't pick up, then I'll probably not watch it. Yeah. Um, but with this, I had high hopes anyway. And it was just from episode one to episode 13. Just fucking awesome um, I will say if you are listening to this and you haven't watched it there's going to be a shitload of spoilers <laughs> pretty much this is going to be a very spoiler heavy one so, so if you are going thanks for listening <laughs> um, however one thing I really want to point out and I don't know if people who have watched it or if you've noticed it yourself but uh, Charlie Cox was just the best actor for Murdoch slash Daredevil see he, he, don't get me wrong, he's a brilliant actor, he can play bl- uh, being blind perfectly well. Um, mm. But he, he does it in such a way that I imagine Matt Murdock would be. He's blind, but because of his you know extrasensory perception of what's going on, it's almost as if he's not. 
is yeah. because he can see that there's a table there. He can see where you are. So, although he does things like every now and then, like where he'll like feel for glasses and like put his finger in glasses and stuff when he's filling them up, or he'll find a door frame or something, then go through the door. It touches like that, where I just think, shit, yeah, he's blind, isn't he? I just yeah. think he's been cool with the sunglasses, but yeah, no, <laughs> he's actually definitely well, blind. One thing I really liked though was when when he did have his glasses off, he'd never make eye contact with anyone, and his eyes never seemed to move. That's a skill, though. I, I, and that I was just practice. about to say that's got to be really hard. Yeah, and, and I don't think a lot of people will have picked up on it, um, which is a shame because I bet he's probably sat and just gone, especially as an actor, where making eye contact's quite a big fucking deal. Well, it's kind of what you're trained to do, isn't it? Yeah. So to just forget all that. So, I mean, you can look at them with your face, but you can't look them in the eye. So mm. you'll just look at their cheek or their nose or something. But if your eyes, like, move up to theirs, they, they go, cut. You've got to do that again, your eyes moved. Like, the amount of times they must have gone back. I, I doubt they did anything where his eyes were, you know, in shot. Um, yeah. Like, in one perfect go. I, I don't think... They must have stopped and said, I think you were... You were a bit too aware of what you were looking at. Can we just go back and just look at the floor or the skirting board or something like that so your eyes aren't looking anywhere in particular? Mm. But yeah, that's that's a brilliant skill, and I think he pulled it off brilliantly. Yeah, he, like you say, for for a lot of the time I thought he was... Like Zoe actually... Um, my, my girlfriend actually asked, is, that, is he actually blind? I was like, I don't, I don't think he's blind. No, <laughs> although I, I would have quite liked it if they'd had cast someone who was blind and then you know got a stunt double in or something for the you know the action um, or a blind person that could do his own stuff <laughs> if they could have and actually done it they would be daredevil so mm. they should be on the fucking streets doing their job properly yeah. <laughs> not making fucking TV shows yeah <laughs> um, um, physically he, he he looked brilliant yeah he looked he looked like Matt Murder he, he was ripped to fuck yeah, um, but I, you I couldn't te- you couldn't tell though until he had his shirt off and that. Well, no, that was the thing. You know, he wore these perfectly cut suits. Um, you know, and the the stick obviously was. Um, I bet that takes some getting used to as well. Yeah, walking around with the stick trying to figure stuff out. Maybe he just blinded himself for you know put some black sunglasses on or something for a couple of weeks and was just trying to navigate around being blind, getting used to it. I'm not That's even what joking, I do. Dan. I watched like three or four episodes. Um, and I've paused it to have to go make a drink, and I I closed my eyes to see if I could get from the lounge to the kitchen, and I couldn't. <laughs> I was like, I just like stopped dead because I thought I'm really close to the wall here, and I just opened my eyes and I was like, nowhere near. <laughs> For fuck's sake! And then I was I went to the toilet, and I was coming down the stairs, and I was like, I'm going to see if I can get down the stairs. <laughs> I don't think it's worth the risk, to be honest. I've, I've literally closed my eyes and gone, don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah. Maybe going up the stairs, that's one thing, but going down... <laughs> I couldn't help it, though. I wanted to see what it was like. No, but it's good, though. I think it, it does bring sort of, you know, um, the, the the troubles of being blind to, to light. I mean, obviously, mm. that's not something you really have to deal with because, obviously, you can see. Yeah. Um, and, well, well, and the character can see, you know. Yeah, he can see as... No, obviously can't see clearly and you can't read things but it's um, it no. was an interesting aspect out of how they explained how he how he actually sees so um, it's basically like fire yeah the world on fire everything. thing was, was quite good um, I don't know I mean the, the whole sort of him getting blinded was literally like the first two minutes or so yeah which um, I, I liked I don't Straight know I, 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 I 
you know, they do do some flashbacks later on where he's obviously in hospital and his dad's there and you know, he, he can't understand what's going on in that sort of, you know, Man of Steel kind of way. You know, yeah. everything's just super loud and he can't get his head around it. Um, but then him actually coming to terms with it and controlling it wasn't really touched on. Uh, not until... Um, not until Stick, yeah. Sticks came about. Um, but I was happy with that, though. It, it didn't feel like an origin story. He was already dead, dead, dead ever, sorry. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and that was actually, I was actually thinking that at some point. It, was, it wasn't, you know, although they touched on him obviously training in one episode, but that was specifically about who this guy was and how he knew him. Yeah. Um, he was just, he, from the get-go, he was there, he was cracking on. Even in the flashbacks when um, Matt and Foggy were at uh, college or university, yeah. At that point, he was dead. He was daredevil. He was daredevil then, yeah. He was then, yeah. So even in the flashbacks, he was already so well established, and he was just already this perfect fighter. Um, what I do want to see in the next season, though, is him obviously because if Sticks walked out on him, according to the TV show, I'm not. I will say this: um, I haven't read any Daredevil comics. I'm aware of the character and his backstory and blah blah blah. Mm. But as for the, the finite details, although they, oh. I think they've given themselves a lot more leeway and they've gone a lot more comic accurate with this than maybe they, anything else. They've stayed very close to the comics. Exactly, but that's a good thing. So, But I don't know as to... So I'm just going off the, the TV show from what we've seen. Um, but I would like to see him, after Styx leaves, when he's still like you know 10 years old or whatever, mm. um, he's progressively training through his you know his, his sort of teenage years before he gets to university because obviously you can't just train for a year or two and then be able to do backflips and parkour and all over the place yeah i just don't think that's possible so yeah if he just if they explain it away like he just trained himself he took the basics and he trained himself that's fine yeah yeah but i think it needs to be touched on i um I'm a bit disappointed they haven't read any Daredevil because I actually had some questions. <laughs> no. Go on then. Um, well, do you recall? Um, oh, I forgot his name already. Um, Nobu. Oh yeah. The fight. Yeah. The fight with Nobu. Yeah. Do you happen to know what the outfit was that he was wearing? Um, I assume it was some kind of. Um, I have read that it was comic accurate, and it is uh, to the character. Um, but other than that, no, it's just sort of like a you know ceremonial fighting ninja robe, I assume. Yeah, well, basically, it's an, it's an organization called the Hand, who right. you've probably heard of. They're not just in Daredevil comics; they're doing quite a lot of Marvel stuff. But it's basically like an evil, mystical, like team of ninjas. Okay. Um, and they were once um, led by Styx. Right. Okay. Um, and then at the end of that um, of the episode with Styx, there's a guy who he's talking to, and I could not figure out who it was. And I was Zoe asked who it was, and I was like, I don't know. I was going to say Stone. See, um, I've I've also heard a rumor that it's probably Stone. Yeah, I actually did some digging after I said it because I said to Zoe, I was like, that's who I'd guess it to be, but. The way Sticks was talking to him was like, yeah, he's Sticks his boss. Was ant- yeah, and yeah. it's not Sticks trained him. Um, so I just went on IMDb, um, and Jason Finney is actually credited as Stone. So, <laughs> oh right, okay, well there you it go. It must then. be him. <laughs> so they've got the character, but maybe not in the same rank as you yeah. Know, if they want to keep because obviously he's still quite a big name. Um, so maybe they're you know pushing him as the, the leader of the bad guys, mm. or you know maybe they'll do kind of like a 
Iron Man 3 Mandarin thing where Styx is supposed to be you know he's actually the guy in charge but he's still portrayed as being you know the underling it might be like like right uh, Rajar Ghul in uh, Batman Begins yeah where it, you're led to believe the other guy is Rage. yeah exactly so yeah that would be a that would be a nice touch it's been done but I think it could work I'd or they might basically go with if they keep uh, Stone has got his powers because um, he's ba- he's got like like team manipulation and he can do like like all the meditating that sticks and Daredevil can do and stuff. But if he sees an attack coming, he can render himself like in- invulnerable to it, but only if he can see it coming. So if he's shot him from behind, he's dead. Yeah. But if you shot him from in front, he'd be okay. Yeah. That's a cool power. That's a cool yeah. power. That'll keep you on your fucking toes. Yeah, well, he actually does. Um, when Electra gets killed, he actually uses um, some of his life force to uh, to bring her back. Right, okay. Uh, um, well, actually, speaking of um, other daredevil characters, mm. um, the uh, sniper. I, I've got a sneaky feeling it was a very, very. Very subtle introduction to Bullseye. Bullseye, of course it is. It's got to be. Um, I had a, a somewhat feeling. Um, might have been the second episode, I think, with the guy in the bowling alley. Um, just the way he was fighting, I thought, "Oh, this might be Bullseye." Obviously, um, it wasn't. No, I don't know. It was a bit. He was obviously a brilliant fighter and stuff, but Bullseye is usually shown or at least if you were going to introduce him he would be doing impossible trick shots like yeah. you know like when Styx um, flicks the top of that beer bottle and it just pings around the room and lands in the bin lands in the bin yeah that's the sort of thing that Bullseye would be doing yeah. you know it's just almost cockiness to look how good I am um, so I would have liked to have you know maybe seen the, the bullet bounce off something and then kill that guy it might have just been a, it might have just been a sniper it could have been but I just want them, you know, now that they've got the, the sort of the main good guys, and obviously they've got Kingpin, I want them to bring in the other uh, villains from Daredevil's world. Yeah. And Bullseye yeah. is pretty much the main one. You know, obviously that's why they went to him in the Ben Affleck film is because yeah. that's he's kind of big rival. Um, they've, I mean, to be fair, they've already gone out on taking on the big guns with, with Kingpin, and then uh, like Bullseye's the more obvious villain. I guess, but, yeah. But Kingpin is... I'm glad they started with Kingpin. Uh, yeah. Um, Wilson Fisk, opinions. Fan-fucking-tastic. Brilliant, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Absolutely Vincent, brilliant. Vincent Dion... I can't think of his name. It's like Dion Frio, something stupid. It's not something stupid, but <laughs> something hard to pronounce. Um, he, he was just tremendous. Brilliant actor. So I was actually calm scared of him at some point. And so <laughs> reserved, and you know, he was—he was almost like he was about to break into tears half the time. Yeah. And then he just loses shit. Like when it's... he killed um, Antov or Dimitri, whichever, or Vladimir, whichever one it was. Um, um, yeah. I think one of the so. Serbian guys, the brothers, and he just fucking levels him in that car park, and then just beats his head off with a car door. <laughs> Literally off. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "Whoa, fucking hell!" Okay. He was just, oh man, he was just the best. 
really and was. There were certain shots. I mean, he obviously isn't as big as well. No one is, you know, as anyone that's drawn in the comics. But he's obviously not that big. No one's no. that big. Um, It'd be pretty and, impossible to find someone that big. Yeah, um, but then you know, CGI in it or putting on a fat suit or something like that. You know, you just end up with someone like the Blob from uh, Wolverine Origins. You know, it would just look awful, and I think it would just take away. So I'm glad that they just found someone who was not ripped, but very, very. Yeah. He was just built. I actually found him to be more like... He looked more like Kingpin um, on the last episode when he's in the prison. Yeah, when he's in the prison of, clothes. Yeah. He looked huge then. Yeah, but I mean, there was just certain shots, like when he was just talking, and then he just sort of like lifts his head back, and he's just got mm. his mouth just sort of just gently shut. And I just thought, fuck me, that looks just like him. Yeah. You know, it's just... It's, it's this sort of like Lex Luthor kind of thing, you know. He's incredibly brilliant and dangerous and blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't need to be killing people constantly to show it. Yeah. It's just his sheer presence that's that, that just exudes this pure villainy, and you know people will just fall in line immediately because they know that if they just you know raise an eyebrow to him, he'll just break their neck. Yeah, yeah. It's something I didn't think was going to be as portrayed as well as it was. It's got to be said. Yeah. Um, but he was a really good actor, um, and I'm hoping he still, even though he's obviously he's incarcerated at the moment, uh, but I hope he stays in the series. Definitely, yeah. I think he's going to be the main antagonist. Yeah, I think Mainly everyone's going to be answering to. Keep yeah, um, you know, he sort of, you know, he's got this sort of co-op of, you know, gangs and stuff, and then you know either whether he plans to or not, you know, eliminates everyone until he's the only one left, really. Mm. And then now he is just literally the kingpin, and um, with one phone call, he can just do whatever the fuck he wants to. Yeah. It's oh, I really want to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> Supporting characters, opinions. Foggy, exceptionally well done. I honestly thought he was going to be sidelined, um, comic relief type of person, but he he was done really well. Well, that's all John Favreau was in. Uh, the Daredevil movie. Yeah. He just had a bit of a laugh and a joke and he was a bit of a dick and then that's it. But in this, he's got he's got a pretty integral role in this. Yeah, I mean, the the, the, the scene when um, Daredevil comes back from getting the shit kicked out of him by Kingpin mm. and... Um, oh, oh, no, it's it's the fight with Naboo, isn't it? He's already, like, caught up to shit. Oh, yeah, no, but I, I mean, Kingpin King just comes in and just beats yeah. him a little bit more. And then he throws himself through a window. Why not? <laughs> um, but he ends up at his place, and Foggy's there, just sort of a bit, a bit drunk, and, a, you know, he's missing his best friend, really. That's what's happening. Yeah. It's quite sad watching all this unfold. Yeah, and then, he, you know, he he takes the mask off, and then it's it's just this complete breakdown, you know, and it's just them sat on opposite ends of the room, just talking through, just like, how, how could you not tell me this? Yeah. You know, what, what, how long have you been doing this? So you, the whole time that I've lied to you about anything, you've known. Yep, brilliant. That, that's my entire perception of you just completely shattered. It, it, it goes to show that, that how well they have portrayed it in a few episodes because just you, you could see where he was cool. Like normally, he's like, shut the fuck up, he's awesome. That yeah. Murdoch is blind, yet he's fighting crime. Shut up, he's amazing. Yeah. But the way you, how you see them... Um, like up to this point where they are literally nothing can come between them yeah. and they gave up they could have had really really successful careers uh, lots of money 
all that shit, but they chose not to because they wanted to do things properly. So they started up on their own. Um, and then that's literally, as soon as he takes the mask off and he sees that it's Matt, he's lost everything. Yeah, because they were completely occupied with, you know, truth, justice, mm. doing everything by the rules, everything by the law, and then all of a sudden there's, there's this guy who's beating the shit out of people as a, as a night job. Yeah. You know, it's just like, well, you're the criminal that we set out to destroy. And you're also blind. <laughs> well, yeah, and you're blind as well. It's a perfect cover-up, really, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, who would assume? Jesus well, Christ. That's actually something I was going to point out as well, which is quite a clever line, where um, at Madame Gao's um, like warehouse, where the, all the blind people are, are smuggling drugs and stuff. Yeah. They're like, no, nobody's going to suspect a blind man. It's like, yep. <laughs> Yeah, pretty that's, true. <laughs> that's exactly it. Um, speaking of which, thoughts on Madame Girl? I thought she was brilliant. Yeah, and like she just commanded so much respect without doing anything. Yeah, until the last episode. Uh, no, um, not the last episode. Um, it was Her a couple last from episode. The end. Yeah, yeah, it was the last one she appeared in when she was just like, "I have to return to an ancient land. Where's that? Uh, it's not near here." Yeah. So. You know, some sort of ancient mystical plane, maybe. Um, not an airplane, like a plane of existence. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something mystical, not just going back to China or something like well, that. Well, there's obviously something about her, seeing as she literally floored Murdoch. <laughs> yeah, literally like one palm strike and yeah. flew across the fucking warehouse. And then she just disappeared. And it's just like, you're Yoda, aren't you? That's what this is. <laughs> Little old lady just sort of walking around, you know, perfect wisdom and everything. And then if anyone starts on you, you just beat the shit out of them. <laughs> She's basically Chinese Yoda, you're right. <laughs> yeah, but there's like there's the, the bit when, you know, you sort of introduce to her factory, um, mm. you know, and there's all the blind people there working. And you're just like, oh, what a bitch. How, she, how could she do this to people? And then it turns out that she says, I didn't blind them. They blinded themselves mm. out of faith on me. So they had so much faith in me or, you know, my power or whatever it's assumed to be. They literally blinded themselves just to help her or work with her whether yeah. they know what they're doing or not is irrelevant I guess but they had so much faith in her so she can command people to burn their own eyes out <laughs> and she can kick ass as well you know it's pretty fucking awesome but yeah I, I loved her um Karen Nightwish yeah definitely um I, I no that's, she... that's Claire we'll go with Claire then oh right Claire yeah sorry that's what I meant <laughs> um yeah no Claire I thought was she was introduced brilliantly, you know, nothing too forceful. She just found him in a dumpster, yeah. and then she was just like, well, maybe you're not a dick after all. You know, you saved one of my friends. Um, and then now she's kind of turning into the love interest. But, you know, obviously it's that whole dilemma, you know, oh, I don't want to get with you because you're going to get yourself killed and that'll just upset me yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So although I don't particularly like that sort of relationship element, I'd like it if they just sort of went, fuck it. Let's just go for it. Or well, just said, no, don't talk to me again. Which is like, I'll, I'll always be there to patch you up. I love that line. Yeah. Which is, I mean, she is. And because I, I thought they were going to go with, because um, Karen and Matt um, get it on um, quite like intent, like pretty hardcore, shall we say. <laughs> um, and I thought that's where they were going to be going with this. And I'm glad they've left it. Um, but do you, do you know what happens to Karen? 
Because I don't want to spoil it if they decide to do it. Uh, no, I don't. Do you want me to say anything? Uh, no. Then I'll leave it then. We're, we're uh, only concentrating on possible spoilers for things that people have already seen. Right. Up and coming I, things. We can do I, speculation, but actual... This I is have a pretty good speculation for you. But I'm okay. going to save it. Yep, fair enough. Okay. Um, an interestingly, deliciously evil character that I was very happy with was Weasley. Uh, Wesley, sorry. Wesley. Uh, um, Kingpin's right-hand man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just had this image of him. Um, kind of like... Uh, oh, who am I thinking of now? The guy this... from Banshee. <laughs> yes! Exactly that! Yeah, that's exactly, exactly that. That's exactly what my girlfriend said. <laughs> like, I, I was literally just thinking, I was just like, no, Arrow, no, it's not he's better than that. Um, and then you said Banshee, it's like, of course it is, it's the guy that's just like the accountant, but a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> that is who I thought this guy was. I thought he was just going to be the sort of mild-mannered, you know, personal assistant to the big boss. You know, but he's not this sort of nerdy bookworm kind of, you know, he just sits in a back room counting numbers and stuff. You know, he's out there in the field doing things for him, which means mm. that he's got to be a nutter. But it's never shown. No, he, he actually wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he was He was just a guy who was apparently very good at his job. <laughs> yeah. But he, he, he was played very, very well. Uh, Toby Moore did a really good job. Definitely. And um, I was quite sad when he, got, when he was shot. Well, that's the thing. Like, as soon as um, he put that gun on the table, all I could think of was just... Right, if he's... We, we know that gun is loaded, but it could potentially, you know, he, he may have unloaded it, although that would have been a bit counterproductive, but whatever. Um, or, you know, it could be one of the ones that jams from, like, one of the first episodes. Yeah. Um, but all I'd be thinking at that point was, how on earth could I get to that gun before he does? Yeah. You know, because obviously it's put there as, like, a temptation, like, go for it, just so I've got a reason to shoot you. Um, and then his phone goes off, and she's just like, fuck you, guy. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. That dream sequence, though. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was a dream or not. Um, after 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 she shoots um, uh, Wesley, and then she's in bed, like she's drinking, and then she's in bed, and then she wakes up. Oh, and, and then she, she's in the kitchen, and then turns around, and he's there, and he yeah, and just strangles, strangles her, her, and yeah, then she yeah. actually wakes up. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I was just like, shit. <laughs> uh, what about uh, Yurik? Ben Yurik. Underused. I think no, I disagree. I think he was in it just the right amount. I mean, at the end of the day, he's just a supporting character. He's just a reporter. But you know, as he, he sort of turns up as this mentor to Karen, mm. and you know, he almost sort of pushes her to say, "Look, if you want to do this, you're going to have to sort of take my place," kind of thing. And then, although I really am quite annoyed that they killed him off, I, I would have loved to have seen more of him. Yeah, he was he was just a brilliant character and so well played. Um, I'm quite annoyed that they killed him off, but he took it with such dignity. Yeah, and it's just it... like I'm not scared of you. You know, there'll be a. <laughs> 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 well, no, I mean he was really well played, but like you said, I'm disappointed they killed him off so early on. Um, yeah. But that's, that's Fisk tying up loose ends. Um, True, and, he, I mean, and he took the fall for Karen as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that is going to be the push to sort of say, in that sort of Avengers Coulson dying kind of mm. way. You Does know, that's know the push. Lying, I don't know, because I mean, the only lead that they had that is, is um, that they both went to see Fisk's mother, um, Wesley had, and then obviously she killed him. 
So, uh, I, I can't even remember how he found out that Ben went there. Um, was they, they, they said there was, yeah, t- she had two visitors. Oh, yeah, yeah, and he was just like, no, it's just me. And if she remembers the blonde girl. Well, the, the, yeah, then he, it, then he didn't really say that. Yeah. That's what I mean, there's, there's, even though she's, um, she obviously she's got a disorder, so she's forgetful and whatnot. If she, Not credible, yeah. Yeah, if she, if she has made an impression, like Wesley said uh, she had, she's probably brought up again. Yeah, but, maybe, yeah. But I don't know. Um, did you notice any little Easter eggs in uh, Eric's office? Um, yeah, there was loads. Um, the attack on New York City, yeah. the big Chitauri monster thing that was flying through the buildings, which is just a pull from the Avengers. <laughs> but I don't and care. There's also the Hulk in there I was going to well. say the Hulk was the first one I saw. Yeah, tearing up Harlem, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, not only that. There's there's multiple mentions of uh, sorry, multiple references to Captain America, um, Iron Man, Thor, yeah, Magic Hammer, um, you know, all that sort of stuff. So I like the fact that they are very much keeping it grounded in the fact that this is in the same city that the Avengers yeah. happened in. They are still here, you know. So not in an Agents of Shield kind of way, where it's just like. Oh God! You know the, the war's coming, and we've got to do things, but we can't be seen with anyone else. <laughs> yeah. Any other thing? This is just something completely separate from it, but it's something that affected it. Yeah, I, I, I love that. So that there was uh, Stan Lee was in it as well, in a um, photo form. He was. But I'll take it. But he was an executive producer. You know, I maybe would have liked to have seen him in just just a teeny bit. Just Even if he's selling a hot dog or something. That's what he usually does. For yeah. God's sake, and those are blockbuster movies. So I, I, it might appear in it. I don't know. Um, what did, I know, you haven't you, you you haven't read the comics and you're not familiar with him. But what did you think of Stick? Um, I thought he was a perfect um, sort of like dick mentor kind of guy. It's just like you're still not as good as I planned you to be. <laughs> He's and worse in the comics. <laughs> why is he just a prick? If you thought he was a prick in this, he was like the politest man on earth compared to what he's like in the comics <laughs> he's a fucking see you next Tuesday what? cunt oh right <laughs> um, but he also oh see you next Tuesday yeah. right. <laughs> it's an old school reference okay. um, but Scott Glenn uh, who, who played him in, in the show actually looks just like it, Steve from the comic so yeah um, visually, it was quite pleasing, but he was really good. No, definitely, and I like the fact that there's you know other people with Daredevil's abilities. Mm. So it's not just you know he's not like um, you know like a Spider-Man kind of thing where there's effectively just one. You know, yeah. he's the only person of that kind. So the fact that he was trained by someone with a similar power, or ability, whatever you want to call it. Um, I really like that because then there's potential for, you know, this can't have been the first guy, you know, he can't have been the first kid that he trained. Uh, You know, has he got a a whole blind army, you know, of ninjas (laughs) that Daredevil is eventually going to come up against and he's got to best them all in that sort of Batman League of Assassins kind of way. Yeah. Well, Stick is is essentially the the rage out goal to Deadpool. Pretty much, yeah. That's that's the impression I got from him. Yeah. But he was really well done. Um... I have a theory, Dan. Okay. 
Now, bear with me on this. When the talk of Daredevil on Netflix came about, um, a certain Mr. Frank Castle was brought up. Yes. Um, and they Marvel really want to bring, um, after the films, uh, uh, Daredevil and Punisher, they want to bring them back credibly, make them popular, make them cool, make them edgy, all this shit. Um, I think that's why they went the Netflix route, because as much as I love Arrow and I love Flash, they are restricted on what they can do because of it being on TV. They have ratings to worry about. They have um, not only viewing ratings, but age ratings and stuff. Yeah. Netflix, they can slap an age on there. If you're not old enough, you can't watch it. Literally, you can't watch it. And Yeah, it won't let you. Um, and they haven't got to worry about viewings. Yeah. So... It was the perfect thing, especially for something... I mean, Daredevil is possibly one of the most brutal fighters in the Marvel Universe. Not not just this show, just in like the comics in general. He's a fucking badass. Um, my theory is... I think they may... If they decide to bring him into Daredevil, uh, Frank might be one of the few good cops. So instead of him being military background, he's from a police background... And, Interesting. And he decides to go, this ain't fucking working. The Fisk, if it's not Fisk, it's going to be somebody else. Um, the police are just going to be like eating our fucking gangster's hands and all this shit. Fuck it, this guy's doing it. I'll do it. Uh, maybe something happens to his family like, like it would in the comics. Um, but I don't think he'll have a military background. I think he'll have a police background. That's an interesting theory. And I, um, but that's purely because I think it'll be the easiest way to bring him in. Yeah, it would be a good launch platform, I agree. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that you brought up the Punisher, um, simply because of how visceral this is. And I think, uh, with the exception of people just saying, you know, it's, it's petered off every now and then and blah, blah, blah. I think, overall, the, the reception of Daredevil has been, whoa, this is amazing. I mean, simply put, I mean, we talk about Flash and Arrow all the time. They are nothing compared to this. I, You know how much I love Arrow. It is nothing and compared to this. I, I'll actually go as far as saying this is better than Arrow, Flash and Banshee put together. I agree. Absolutely agree. And like, like you say, I love Arrow, I love Flash. I can't wait to see every new episode. Now, they look bullshit. Yeah. They look bullshit compared to it. Flash, not so much. Flash can kind of get away with the TV aspect of it's it's more family friendly than, than Arrow or at to, least to, Arrow's to an supposed extent. to be yeah I mean yeah. Arrow I think Arrow sees itself as Daredevil like yeah. that's how it, you know it's gritty and you know violent people get killed and stuff but they don't get killed like they get killed no. in fucking Daredevil I... the guy skewers his head onto a spike <laughs> I was just like what <laughs> what the fuck was that it was it oh it's so gory, but that's what it should be. And I wish Arrow had gone the Netflix route. I bet DC are kicking themselves. Just yeah. Like, Fuck, this is really good. But I know I'm glad that you brought up the Punisher because that was a point I was going to raise. Um, mainly for the fact that of how you know, sort of like, I mean, I'm going off, you know, what I can assume and what you've said and what other people have said that you know they've kept it very close to the comics. They've got a lot. Uh, I think they've got a lot more artistic license for the, the, the media that they're showing it on, as in Netflix. Yeah. But I think that they've just gone, but we don't need to improvise and change things. We'll just keep it as it is. It's bloody good as it is. Yeah. It's brutal. It's hard. We can do it on Netflix. Fuck it. Let's just go for it. Um, 
so for that element of it, I think the Punisher could work perfectly. Yeah. I think he could just be worked in as a supporting character, you know, that sort of Batman Superman route, you know, Daredevil's gonna be after the Punisher because, you know, he's a prick and just goes around killing everybody. Yeah. Although they may be criminals, he's breaking the law yeah, worse he's, than Daredevil is. He, he still does things slightly differently. I mean, like I say, Daredevil is uh, a lot of Marvel characters, even the likes of Wolverine, have somewhat of a fear of, of Daredevil because he's he's just brutal. But I, I mean, he might leave him paralysed, but he won't kill him. <laughs> whereas yeah, whereas Frank buildings and stuff, yeah. yeah, Frank will kill him. He will torture them, kill them, disfigure them, maim them. Yeah, just any way that he possibly can to make sure. I mean, it's not just going around killing people; it's about punishing people. Yeah. You know, the more brutal the thing that they've done, the bigger the, than the worst punishment that he'll deal out. I mean, yeah. if it's just, you know, random street thugger, he'll just put a bullet in the head. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I've touched on this before. There's a, a brilliant um, Punisher comic in the Max series where yeah, it's called Mother Russia, yeah. um, where he's fighting the Mongolian. And um, the, the Mongolian hits this kid that he's trying to look after or trying to protect. And he just flips out and just grabs this guy by the leg and just swings him round the room, like just batting his head off like lockers and walls, and just kills him by just flailing him round like a wet fish and just beating him to death with his own body. Like that is, well, you know, you hit a kid. This is the level of shit. Yeah, this get is what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But what? I think that the, it, because they've they've set such a precedent with this, you know, people's heads have been literally cut off, you know, mm. people, like Daredevil gets the shit kicked out of him you know, I mean, they show him as a true street level fighter, you know, yeah. he literally he goes out, he gets the shit kicked out of him he probably wins, he'll come back he'll stumble back, stitch himself up, and then he'll be out the next night, yeah. and crack straight back on again, and that's perfect, you know, that's the sort of street level fighter that everyone expects him to be, but the Punisher is the same, except that, you know, although he's you know, meticulous in planning and stuff like that, um it, his execution is much more brutal, blunt force. Yeah. I know, was no, no. So I, I was going to say I would like to see Frank versus Kingpin. Ooh, ooh, now there yeah. you raise oh, an actually, interesting prospect. Yeah, you know the episode of Arrow where you've got um, um, oh shit, I forgot her name now. Uh, Rage's daughter, uh, Nisa. Nisa, um, it was Nisa, Merlin, and Arrow. Oh yeah, they each other. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see that, but Frank Punisher, uh, Frank Kingpin, and uh, Daredevil with Daredevil fighting them both, trying to stop themselves killing each other. Yeah, and then obviously, don't you? You've just made me get in. I think that I think that'd be amazing. Can you imagine that? I can, and I've, I may have made a slight mess. <laughs> Um. <laughs> well, the fact is, they need to bring in more bad guys. But by the, yeah. by doing that, they need to, you know. Um, although you know, it's clearly referenced that you know the, the the Battle of New York happened at the same time, or just before, should I say, this all started. You know, this is building after the the time um, New York has been fucked up. Yeah. Um, but he's been Daredevil for ages before that, which mm. means that you know, what's to say that the Punisher wouldn't have already been the Punisher before that? Now he's back in, in New York, in Hell's Kitchen. I mean, they basically work in a, a similar neighbourhood, don't they? Yeah. If not the same one, I think. Um, I'm not 100% sure on that, to be honest, but it won't, be, too, it won't be far out. Yeah, but I mean, in Punisher Kills the Marvel Universe, 
um, the last person that the Punisher spoiler the last yeah. person that the Punisher gets around to killing is Matt Murdock mm. because they were childhood friends so what's to say they couldn't just borrow that element of it I mean obviously he'd be a lot older and a lot more yeah but you know I mean in that um, Matt was getting picked on because he was blind and Frank came in and beat the shit out of the guys who were picking on him yeah so, you know, what's to say that he couldn't just be reintroduced as, oh my God, it's you, Frank, I thought you were dead. What happened to your family? They were killed as well. Oh my God. Yeah. And then, you know... They how's how's the wife? <laughs> yeah. They meet in a dark alley, you know, and it's just the, the, the outline of the Punisher skull on his, yeah. on his chest is just in the shadows, you know. I, I would shit a brick. It's. I, I think it's going to happen. I really do. I think it's... As it is now, you know, they've had three movies, they've failed pretty much on all of them. Warzone's slightly better than the rest, but not by much. I That's quite spooky you said that. I was looking at my 70 Years of Marvel canvas, and I was literally looking at the Punisher Warzone cover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Um, I still don't think he's not... Strong enough character is the wrong phrase, but I don't think he can carry... He could carry a TV show. Like on his own, the, the no. Punisher TV show, it it, no. it wouldn't work. The the thing is though, there's not enough of a story character friends. No. You, you know, I mean, he's got people that he works with, but the the only people that he really interacts with are people that he's killing. Yeah, which means they don't get a repeat performance. So it's going to be basically villain of the week. Pretty much, yeah, wouldn't yeah. work. Whereas he, even if he's in season two of Daredevil and he's in episodes four, five, six pops up on the last episode again then we don't see him again for another series and then he's in another couple of episodes and he just keeps popping up that'd, I'd be happy with that I mean yeah, I'd, it, I'd like him to be in every episode but that, I don't think that, that'd happen no I, th- I think it would take too much away because I mean he is still I, I wouldn't say he's as well known as Daredevil but you know I mean they're both sort of background characters but for people who are into comic books and things mm. I'd say they're probably as well known as each other. I think the Punisher skull is a much more recognisable symbol than Daredevil's double D's. Yeah. Not his breath. <laughs> Everyone knows about those. Yeah. Speaking of, costume. Um, Up until he got the Daredevil outfit, loved it. Did you not like it? Not really, no. Do you know what it was, right? It's because the titles, um, the, the titles love it. Like the whole blind justice, blood running through things, yeah. the city and everything. Love that. Brilliant title. Um, but then on the last bit, it shows that, as I see it, the proper Daredevil outfit with the little horns. And it's just like, it's just like painted in blood. Yeah. Um, and then when he turned up and it was kind of like, you know, sort of armoured and, you know, there was... It was practical. It looked more like a military outfit that had been sort of retrofitted to his needs. Yeah, which it basically was, really. Pretty much, yeah. But what I'd want is just like the Spider-Man outfit. Well, it's just got to be—it's got to be like it's painted onto him. It was more um, that there is actually a suit in in Daredevil where it's it is black and red as it is in this. Instead of just like the all red, basically spandex. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is armored. Um, but that's the thing, though. He does say in it, he's like, "Why don't you get body armor? Because body armor will slow me down." Yeah. In that sort of Batman, you, you know, where he's just wearing literally just lycra. Yeah. That's his outfit. But so he's faster for it. You know, he can wear his armor, but he can move at nowhere near the speed that he usually can. You know, his reflexes are off. But then he, he, puts... fi- then he finds this stuff though that's underneath Fisk's. It's like built into Fisk's suit. And I know, it's yeah, really but really lightweight. 
why could you not have, you know, like Spider-Man's outfit, but with like a middle layer of this sort of like Kevlar cloth thing, you know, that would protect him from like slashes and things? Well, saying that, you, you can't see what it looks like anyway, so... <laughs> well, true, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I like to accept the eyes. Um, I think the whole face, I, no, the, the headpiece I didn't like at all. The body thing I could get around, you know, it's armour, maybe it's his first attempt at a, a, an outfit before he says yeah. it's too big, it's too bulky, it's too many moving parts, things are breaking off, you know. Just just make it a one piece, that'll be fine. I'll wear it under my clothes. You can't wear that under a suit. Yeah. But the headpiece, it just looked like um, it was kind of... It, it was, was like it was someone who just... Adam West. <laughs> it was, yeah. There, there was too much, and his face just doesn't look right in it. Like the bottom half of his face, it just doesn't. Yeah, that's my worst. It. it was was the um, the bottom half, but his the, jawline, the yeah. eyes, the eyes was too open. Um, I mean, there's there's a, it's not really funny, but there's a bit in the comics, um, and I think it's Foggy that says it, and he's like, "Why, why do you even have eye holes? You, you're blind." And he's like, "Well, they don't know I'm blind." But the problem is when he's gone from wearing just a scarf around his head. <laughs> It's yeah, I, I'd assume that if someone's got a scarf wrapped around their head, their vision's probably not as good as it should be. <laughs> yeah. the so Superman. then if they proceed to kick my head in, I'm like, shit, this guy's... <laughs> he can be blindfolded and still beat the shit out of me. Uh, but, I mean, I, I liked it. But he did look like a different person. It must be said. But... Yeah. the I don't know if I liked it or not, but the, like, the, the end scene is on the roof. And oh, no, I, jumps I was off. just going to say that. Um, I'm in two minds about it. When he nails the driver through the windscreen with his new sticks. Yeah. Obviously, we haven't got the connected sticks yet, you know, for his sort of like grappling and, mm. you know, flipping about and whips and stuff. That's fine. They can work into that. This is still his first outfit. This is the yeah. first go. You know, changes will need to be made. I get that. The reveal, not the opening the box thing, just going, yeah, this will do. Like, when he's like, um, when the van flips over and then he's just like on top of it. I got goosebumps. Yeah. I was just like, oh, fuck me, that is a reveal. Because there was, there was, I purposely did not look at any pictures of him in the Daredevil outfit. Well, no. Because I, wanted, I we, wanted it fresh, and they did it in such a good way. We were, we were sat there, weren't we? And I said to you, I said, those pictures are out. And I had it on my phone, and you were like sat next to me. Um, yeah. And I was like, do you want to look? And I, no, I'll wait. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. it. I've got like two days to wait, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but, um,. I'm. I was happy with it, but I think he looked a lot more badass in the black. I agree. He, um, he had a sort of a Kenshi kind of feel to him. Yeah, it you seems know, just more... a blind ninja rather than like a. a it, it was kind of just like a, a Batman 0.5. Yeah, yeah. So if they'd have just started out with a traditional lycra suit and he was just there and he was just like blood red, and then he said, "This isn't going to work," you know. I'll need armour and stuff and they moved up to that version that's fine I, I would have loved that but there's, there's nothing to say they won't do it the other way around and he's saying it's too big and bulky let's just s- s- trim this down just make it out of red Kevlar cloth stuff yeah and well, then it's just like the, the like skin tight painted on stuff well, when, when Potter's saying to him and he's like um, the black um, is more protective well, not in the red, blah, blah, blah. He's, like, he's blind, dude. <laughs> you can't see. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I see what you mean, though. It was... I, I would have preferred a more traditional Deadpool suit, but the red and black one was always my favourite. However, do you know what colour 
his suit first. His first suit was after the um, after the. Uh, uh, yeah, it was bandana. orange, I think. Uh, orange or yellow or something. Yellow and brown. Yellow and brown, yeah. yeah. Hardly blending into the fucking no. background. <laughs> I don't with a name like Daredevil. I don't. Why would yellow and brown? I don't know. Maybe this was in like the seventies or something. Maybe yeah. the colours were cheaper. <laughs> but I don't know how stupid we might have been. Yeah, yeah. Um, but overall, if you could give this season a score of one being wank, ten being amazing, or twenty being I have just jizzed my pants, where would we be sitting? I'd say I'd be at around a seventeen, eighteen. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I mean, it's, it's brilliant. But there's there's still room for improvement. I, I there's I think more episodes would be called for. I think thirteen was a great number to get it started, yeah. and I hope that season two will have you know in, in the same sort of way that The Walking Dead just started off with like six episodes, and it was just to sort of almost test the water, see what people's reactions were, well, that's then a, build it up, build it up. This was a big gamble, absolutely, um, and I think absolutely. this will actually help Deadpool. If they get the sort of ninja. Um, not not necessarily, but I mean, they, people, they, they've seen how well received this violent Marvel show has oh, been right, received. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's still, I mean, obviously, Daredevil's nowhere near as, as funny as Deadpool, but they were no. like with the likes of Foggy and stuff, there was humour there. So, you know, the, the, it's a perfect blend of humour and grittiness. The, the only difference with Dead uh, with Deadpool is. The funny is the grittiness, where yeah. he'll, he'll chop someone's finger off and then poke them with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I hope this is good news for Deadpool, for Punisher, um, even Electra. Well, I'm hoping that this, because I mean, as you quite rightly said on a previous podcast, Marvel have got the films. They've yeah. got the film catalogue. They've got the up and coming film catalogue. Um. Whereas DC have got the uh, animated films, they've got that hands down. Yeah. And up until two now, two weeks ago, they would have also have had the TV. Yeah. Now, everything combined, Smallville, everything, nothing, nothing can stand up to this. No. Not Which I'm ever. hoping. <laughs> give, uh, I'd say they'd have to like Arrow and Flash and that. I'm gonna watch them and just think. No, that's... that is going to be my opinion of it every single time. I was really excited for Game of Thrones starting tonight, and I forgot about it till now. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'll give it another week or so, and I might probably watch it again. To be honest, yeah, um, Daredevil was that good. Yeah, I was really tempted because it was on Netflix to watch the Ben Affleck one. <laughs> <laughs> just to laugh at it just to watch it and go that was shit I need to watch the series again <laughs> <laughs> well um, one thing that I did notice actually like I say I did watch like a 10 hour stint on Saturday mm. watching this um, because I was watching it in the day there was glare for the TV uh, for the window on the TV and I was genuinely surprised as to how much I couldn't see because really? there is so much in the dark why don't you close the curtains like well I did but they're like they're Venetian blinds so it still comes through bright day you know Man, they're the worst. I know, but that's the thing, though. Like I, that, just amplified the fact to me the fact that 
it was so dark and everything was done in back alleys and in yeah. dark rooms and and I just think it is just the perfect launch pad for other street level fighters you know people who may get referred to may, maybe even brought into things like the Avengers or the other big movies oh, there's, there's news of doing like Iron Fist and uh, stuff like that and the Defenders so yeah yeah it could happen. I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Punisher is either going to be referenced or he will make an appearance in Season 2. Well, I think that it would make more sense to bring him into something like this because with something like Civil War around the corner, um, Punisher, obviously, not a huge, but he has quite a big part in mm. that. Um, so if they if they can have him in Daredevil, um, and then, you know, if it works both ways, that's the thing. If, if they go into... Maybe not Ultron because it's you know it's been filmed for ages. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but um, the next Iron Man, the next Thor, you know, any of the other future uh, Phase Three films that reference back to Daredevil, you know, some mention of Hell's Kitchen and some nutter is running around in a devil yeah, outfit. Even as Murdoch representing someone, just something like that, absolutely. Because yeah, it's absolutely. all the same universe. Like Marvel of uh, Marvel Disney quite said, Daredevil and Agents of Shield and all the Avenger films and all the Iron Man films or th- blah blah. They're all part of the same universe. So the films and the TV is part of the same universe. So yeah, which means that there can't be any licensing issues. So you can't name names. It's no. It's it's not about sort of you know subtle hints and little nods and things like that. Now they can come out and just say, well, you know, I'm not a billionaire playboy philanthropist. Yeah. And people go, ah, that's yeah. from Tony Stark. That's brilliant. I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I I'd quite like to see some crossovers, which would more likely be somebody like Daredevil appearing in, in an Avengers film, even as Matt Murdock or as Daredevil, as opposed yep. to Tony Stark appearing in Daredevil. <laughs> I don't think that'll um, happen. I'd like to see in that kind of like Raccoon City, um, Resident Evil One kind of thing. You know, the the, the game is like you know nine down the series. Um, is set at the exact same time, but just from a different perspective. Yeah. So all the stuff is happening at the same time, except that it's in Hell's Kitchen. It's Daredevil covering, you know, whatever happened. You know, if like a fucking um, uh, what what are they called the Jarvis bots, Ultron bots, yeah. Avenger bots, yeah. whatever they're called. If like one of them showed up in Hell's Kitchen, and Daredevil's was the only person who could take it down, you know, it was just battering the police, mm. and he was the only person who could take it down. That you know, is. just. It would be, this is happening at the same time as Age of Ultron, except that there's not going to be any mention of either. You know, it would just be something that's happened afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Those are the kind of links that I want to see. That's what would keep me interested in it. And if I knew that someone like Daredevil was going to show up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and like, for, you know, for like a special dark episode... I, w- I would go and watch the entire series of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just to catch up to that point. I probably wouldn't. I'd probably just watch that episode. <laughs> well, no, because then everything would just be out of context. Yeah, I don't care. It's... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is just not good. No, which is why I'm hoping that they bring things into Daredevil rather than put Daredevil no, in other things. No, I don't want to. I don't want anything to do with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping that after the response they've got from this, um, they just cut the losses with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and say we'll run with Agents of Car- uh, Agent Carter because this is obviously a prequel to everything Yeah. so we can put loads of things into that um, and you know use Daredevil as a launch platform for other street level dirty horrific you know yeah. people who've got terrible backstories you know even building up a backstory for a future film something like that you know Yeah. 
I think that would be a better way around it. And if they can do that and they can write it well, then DC does not stand a chance at making a breakthrough back on TV again. Not unless they do a Batman film, uh, Batman show. I mean, they're talking about doing Krypton, but mm. who wants to? Like I said on one of the other podcasts when when it was on the news, and it's like you, you like Superman. Do you want to watch a show about his dad? Well, he's got no powers. Yeah, and they're just working on a planet. Just it's like Gotham. Living. It's just like it's Batman's universe. Batman's there, but he's not Batman. Gotham's different though. Gotham is actually interesting. No, it's a good show. Don't get me wrong. I like it. I'm completely up to date on it. But it's because Batman's villains and Batman's story and lore is just so much bigger than just the character. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, and Plus you know, know people... he's building up to it. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you know what the ultimate thing is. You know, you know that the last episode of it is going to be Batman. Yeah. It has to be. If it's not, the entire thing is not worth it's it. It's been a waste of time. <laughs> Absolutely. It's as long as it's not that sort of Smallville thing where you sit through eight seasons and then he's in a Superman outfit for like thirty seconds. And you're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I still stand by. I think he's going to... It's just going to end with Gordon stood there. And then it's just like... You'll see the back of Batman's head. He's like... Or he's just going to light up the bat signal or something. Uh, well, he wouldn't have the bat signal without... Because that's after he's been around for a bit, isn't it? And he gives it to Gordon. Yeah, but, but I mean, there the, the still wouldn't necessarily need to be a mention or showing of him. No, not necessarily, but I just think it'd be... my The way I see it is, like, Gordon stood there, and, like, you see the back of Gordon, and then the camera just moves slightly, and back, you see the back of Batman's cowl, and she's like, Commissioner Gordon, and then it'll just finish. Yeah. That's how I see it. Which is ridiculous, because I want to see Batman in it. Yeah. <laughs> think it's I, not going to happen. I can dream. Or oh, we can watch Daredevil again. Yeah, just season two of Daredevil. Marvel, just shut up and stop everything else you're doing. Make more Daredevil. Yeah, well, keep on with the films, but... Uh, I don't know. Black Panther and Guardians 2 have all sort of paled a little bit now. Now I just want more Daredevil. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> I really, really do. <laughs> um, anyway, on that note, I, we have rambled on for a long time, Dan. True, but this is an entire series worth of notes and it is. bits and pieces that we've just squeezed into one podcast. Um, if you haven't watched it, um, it's only available on Netflix. I don't know if it's going to be coming to Sky or to whatever American channels. The uh, DVD there. releases, I assume. Um, I imagine it'll be out on Blu-ray and DVD. Yeah. Um, Channel 5 brought Gotham, so it was on Netflix and Channel 5. So they... I bet they're kicking themselves now, aren't they? Yeah, I wish we'd waited. Fuck. Bollocks. <laughs> Should have waited for Daredevil. Fuck. Um, I can't see Sky... Like Sky One or anything buying it with them having Arrow. Um, so it'd be yeah. unlikely they'd want to rival their own show. So Probably, yeah. I, I, I mean, they can make more money, you know, back to back. You know, yeah, true. I, Arrow on at eight, and... Devil on at nine. Yeah, it'd work. Um, but I, I think it'll probably stay Netflix. If I'm honest, like House of Cards. I'm, I'm hoping it does. I, I think it will just give them. Um, more free reign yeah. to just say what else can we do this is this has worked brilliantly because I considering I hadn't got Netflix until Thursday <laughs> well Friday sorry <laughs> that goes to show that it's a good indication yeah, yeah. 
So I, I, it's quite be interesting to see how many people actually got Netflix purely for House of Cards, Daredevil, or Orange is New Black, something like that. Well, either way, you know, people sign up for these 30-day subscription things, and they know that they're only going to be able to watch this show if they get into it. Yeah. If they carry on the subscription, they just go, fuck it, we'll just pay for a year, like 19 quid or whatever it is. Mm. Um, and then, you, you know, they get the, the subscription fees or the repeat rescri- uh, subscription fees for all those people, and then, you know, that will give them more money to make more shows. It, it's, it's just a, a perfect circle. Yeah, works well. Plus, there's a shitload of other stuff on Netflix as well. Yeah, but no one cares about that. Yeah, nothing's as good as Daredevil. No. Um, do you have a particular standout scene to end particular on? Particular standout scene. Like probably like maybe not your favourite scene of the whole season, but a favourite scene. Say. <laughs> um, I think the one that sort of. I just thought, wow, this has just really set the mood. Was when um, Kingpin was a kid, um, mm. and his his dad, you know, was obviously just a drunken prick, um, and it, it, it sort of set up perfectly, you know, why he went into that art gallery in the first place, you know, why he bought that massive white painting, yeah, you know, why why there was this ritual that he had every morning, you know, and why there was the same music playing. Um, you know, because he just wakes up with this just complete reminder of his, you know, his upbringing and his loneliness and the murdering and cutting up of his own dad. Um, and then when he's, you know, he finally uh, gets together with Vanessa, and then he, he wakes up and he just turns the other way. Yeah. And he just looks at it and I was just like, oh god, that's good. And then for it to end <laughs> when he's in his cell. And the wall looks exactly the same. (laughs) It was just that that whole, you know, that's just like linked to such a traumatic thing in his past. That, you know, he knows that what he's doing, even as bad as it may be to others, he knows he's doing it for the right reason. And he just looks at this wall and that just brings it all back. And he says, no, I'm I'm definitely doing the right thing. It's just confirmation of his own um, objectives, really. That's that's actually quite a good... I'm happy you said that one, though. I, I really like that. Uh, what about you, though? What was anything stand out? Stand out, sorry. Um, I'll be honest. The fight with Nobu, I really, really enjoyed. Absolutely loved that. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to pick a fight scene, but it was so well done, and the fact that he, like Daredevil, basically got battered to fuck. Um, yeah. He was outmatched on most levels. Um, I mean. The hand are like just stupidly skilled. I'd, I'd probably say they could probably easily take down League of Assassins. Um, but th- there was times where he, he, it looked like he was going to win, and then he got that fucking blade chain out. It's just yeah, like, yeah, he fucked just now. slashed him up. But um, that's that's that should just brought up an interesting thing. Um, is the fact that he killed Nobu? Yeah, um, I, that's why I picked it. Um, he, he flat out killed him. Like he deflected the blade into the light, caused the sparks, which set him on fire. We, he made no attempt to put him out, and he knew he was covered in oil because of when he put, he kicked him into the the oil drums, well, pet yeah. fuel drums. Sorry. So that was complete murder. Yeah. In the same way that in the um, 2003 Ben Affleck film. Um, there's a, a fight scene at the start where he's, you know, some drug dealer or whatever that gets out of court, 
and he's fighting him in a subway station. And he just like he like throws him or kicks him like onto the tracks. Yeah. And then a train comes and kills him. And it's just like how can you say that you're against murder and blah 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 when you flat out just murder yeah. people? Well he's he's not against it though, is he? He's just he doesn't want to be like the criminal because he knows what he's doing is virgin. It's past the law. Um, and I mean, there are quite a few people that, uh, Daredevil has killed, and he will yeah. kill, but he doesn't want to. Um, in a similar way that Arrow's gone from, he will kill people because that's what they deserve. To, oh, I can't, I can't kill people anymore because I'm, I'm Batman in a hood, so <laughs> I'm not allowed to kill anyone. But he knows that there's going to be times where he's going to have to kill people. But that's the thing, though. In Arrow, it's just like, no, that's a, that's a promise I've made. You know, after Tommy died, he was just like, that's it, no more killing. You know, people can't die. But there's a difference between saying absolutely no one can die in that sort of Batman way. To say, you know, that's my one rule, I'll never ever break it, blah, blah, blah. Whereas if it was, well, I'm not going to kill them. But if, you know, if Daredevil came up against the Joker and just thought, you know what? If I let you live, you will do this again. And worse, just to piss me yeah. off. Well, but and he will just go, fuck it, kill him. Man of Steel. Exactly. E- exactly that point, That's, yeah. That exact scene is everything Superman is against. But it's for the greater good. Yeah, it's just like, how many more people will die if yeah. I don't end this right now? And that's Batman's biggest flaw. If, if he'd have killed Joker a long time ago, over half the people he loves wouldn't be dead. <laughs> Well, that's the thing, though. There's, there's a brilliant scene in um, um, Under the Red Hood where um, yeah. Jason Tard has basically got the Joker and it's just like, why didn't you kill him? Why, out of everyone, out of all the graves he's filled, why just this once, why have you not killed him? Yeah. You know, is it really that hard? And he's just going, no, it's too damn easy. It's like, that's, I'd go down that road and I'd never come back. Yeah. It's just like, well, yeah, that makes sense. You kill one person because it's for the greater good. And then you come up against someone else, and you just go, "Well, I've already killed someone." Eh. Yeah, but you have, to, you have to take on the fact that it depends who they are. Joker will kill anyone. See the threat that needs to be put down. Whereas someone like Fisk, he does have a he does have reason in him. Yeah, I do like the fact that it's not just oh, I just want to rule the city. It's just like no, I want the city to be better. Yeah, but certain people can't be around if my dream is to come true. Mm. He's very, very... He's diplomatic, yet stupidly angry. <laughs> well, I, I just see it in the way that if if he was sat in a room with you, he would eventually talk you into the way of his thinking, and you just go, do you know what, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, burn them all, definitely. It's the only way to figure it out. Like he, he just has the, the, the sort of the charisma mm. and like you say, like the sort of diplomatic flair to sort of say, well no, I'm right and this is why, and you just go, fucking hell, yeah, you are right. I never thought I'd think like that, but yeah. Whereas the Punisher would obviously be a, a brilliant opposing force to that. Yeah. Because it's just, what reason has he possibly got to let them live? Mm. Which is it's just like... Depending on the circumstances, he's right. In the, same, yeah. in the same sense that Joker should have been put down a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, to be fair, that's that's speaking logically. That's not going to sell. If if the Joker came into it, this is Batman's greatest enemy. He's dead now, though. 
<laughs> we won't make <laughs> any more money off him. Um, but it, it's true though. It's the same as Winter Soldier and Captain America. It's Bucky, yeah, but it's not Bucky anymore. Granted, it is now, but yeah. Um, the best thing to do is, I mean, but that's the thing. Like you, you know, some people just say, "Oh no, you you can't be um, a hero." You know, you go around killing people. How many people has Captain America killed? Fucking loads. Oh yeah. I mean, not even just, oh, he was in the Second World War, therefore, you know, Nazis. Who cares? In Cap- I'm pretty sure in Cap 2, he killed a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, assuming that, obviously, you know, even him just punching you in the face would be enough to just break yeah. your neck immediately. <laughs> but, you know, I'm pretty sure, like, he winged his shield at people, he shot people. Oh, Wolverine. Um, I think the only exception would be someone like Spider-Man, who has come yeah. very close himself. I, I, I think when it sort of comes down to it, Spider-Man's probably more likely to be killed rather than kill someone. Yeah. That's more likely going to happen rather than him just go, fuck it, goblin, you're not worth it anymore. But ex- no. again, it's someone who's, who's very close. He has been very close to killing people like oh, Dr. Octopus, uh, Green Goblin, uh, most of the Rogue Gallery. Um, but like I, I was saying um, when we were watching it, uh, as I was like, he's a bit of a pussy, isn't he, Kingfin? I was like, you wait, <laughs> just fucking wait. <laughs> I was like, even if they don't explore this, because we were only on like episode like three or something at the time. I was like, even if they don't explore it on this on this season, this is someone who can, with no powers, batter Spider Man. Yeah, and he and he does batter Spider Man, and I'd probably say he could probably batter Frank easily. Um, I think for sheer volume, yeah. No, we- no weapons, just hand to hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's just like, uh, you know, it's like trying to push Rhino over. Yeah. You know, they they are so built. You know, it's that that's the thing. Like, there's a bit um, right in the end of the last episode where he's trying to run away down that alley. Yeah. And it's just like, oh no, Daredevil will be straight up those ladders and you know be on the roof. And it's just like he's literally got nowhere to go. He's got to fight his way out. Yeah. There's, there's no escape he's too big you know he's so strong you know and he can take a beating or whatever but when it comes to you know agility <laughs> he's got nothing he's fucked <laughs> he's just a human tank yeah whereas the Punisher he's sort of a bit of both you know he's got you know he can he's he's one of those that's he's at the, the sort of peak of physical um, it's like power yeah, it's, it's... Well, no, I mean, Batman's, I'd say, way more agile than the Punisher could ever be. No, but, I mean, like, when you look at it, especially how Batman is sometimes drawn, where he's fucking huge, but he's, like, just somersaulting around everywhere. That's obviously yeah. down to ninja training and whatnot. But that, yeah, they, that's exactly it. Like, the Punisher hasn't got anything other than military training. Yeah. Which means that he, he's not been taught how to do backflips and, you know... Uh, slide under doors and stuff. You know, he, he just goes with what he's good at. He and in, in that sort of James, <laughs> yeah, in, in that sort of Daniel Craig, James Bond kind of way. Yeah, he can't keep up with the agility, but it doesn't matter because when he catches them, he will fuck them. Yeah, up. He's gonna batter the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could see an interesting, not interesting, but what would probably make me laugh um, if Punisher's chasing someone. He's on, he's on Daredevil, the show, and he's chasing someone, and they are a lot faster. So he just shoots them like through the back of the knee, so yeah. they so they can't run anymore. <laughs> and then he's well, that's exactly what he did in um, Punisher Warzone. Um, he's, oh, yeah. He goes up yeah. against um, three guys who are parkouring, like drug dealing parkourers, 
And um, because he knows that he can't catch up with them, he just kneecaps them. So he, he's just on... Well, no, one, he shoots out of the air with a grenade, which is brilliant. He just explodes. The other one, he shoots through the head and kills him. And then the other one, is just there going, whoa, whoa, whoa. He just shoots through both knees and he just drops to the floor. And then he walks up to him and he's just like, now we can talk. <laughs> and he's just like, no, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, Dan, we are going to go. Yes. So, I'm not even going to end it on the last three because I haven't thought of anything and it's only going to be de- devil related. So, <laughs> yeah. I have In nothing. that case, then, tell us what's coming up on PvP. Um, we have uh, some gang beasts. Uh, yeah. Myself and young Dana One um, did, some, uh, did some gang beasting. So, that video will be up this week. Um, we've got some new Can You Believe It? Um, and I think maybe, just maybe, Dan. Do you want to do some DC Universe? Where did that come from? I was literally just thinking of what something we haven't played or something we said we were going to do and we haven't. Uh, well, fucking hell. I had an update grab, a, on... grab a pen. Jesus. <laughs> but I, I had an update on, on PlayStation earlier. And oh, I remember right, okay. that being on there. I was like, we've never done a DC video. Uh, I have. Together. Uh, no, I don't think so, no. Uh, so if you want to do one of them, we'll do one of them. Um, well, I was thinking maybe more Marvel heroes, and you know, you can be Daredevil. I'll be punishing. See, I was thinking I was just going to make Daredevil on DC, mainly because oh, could do, mainly because yeah. I can Super speed, actually yeah. run around and shit. Well, no, because you can have agility. <laughs> oh yeah, the acrobat yeah, one, yeah, acrobat. Like the Harley Quinn one, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, can do, yeah, why not? Um, you can make Kingpin, <laughs> and we'll have no. a fight. <laughs> I'm fine with Trickster, thank Aww. you very much. <laughs> Um, so we'll do one of them and um, maybe some space engineers seeing as things uh, are absolutely things are yeah. on the up at the old uh, base yes so I can't remember what it's called it hasn't well, we haven't got yet. a name for it no, it's, no it hasn't it's a brand new one um, so yes you can also message us at podcast oh, shit, yeah. versus player on uh, Twitter you can send us an email to uh, playervpodcast at gmail.com YouTube is www.youtube.com forward slash podcast versus player and that's it website I don't really oh shit yeah uh, website <laughs> is also podcast versus player.com or .co.uk fantasticos see I remember we have everything I remembered I just thought I'll see if Dan remembers yeah well done <laughs> I'm blind, leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Oh, yes. (laughs) Jesus Christ.